Would you please pray with me? Father God, thank you for the reality that peace is here because the Prince of Peace has come and he's come for us. And even now we can have peace with you, holy God, through his life, death, and resurrection. And Father, we look around at our own families, uh, even our own lives, and sometimes we wonder, where is the peace? Where is that joy? And God, we realize again that we find it in your Son. Show us clearly who he is. Father, by your Spirit this holy night, show us clearly what he has done. Father, I pray that the light of Christ would shine so brightly that there would not be a heart in this place that doesn't embrace the reality that Jesus has come as the light of the world to shine, to shine for his glory and to shine for our life. So come and shine tonight. Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Last week, when the weather finally turned winter, we, uh, we made a beeline as a family out to the backyard in the fire pit. You, you know, when the finally it gets a little bit cool, what the family does is, all right, wear the sweaters, wear the jackets. I mean, it's like those three days we have to wear them. Let's make sure we get them on. Let's make sure we enjoy it. Uh, it's amazing. I, I remember uh, as a college student coming from the very snowy northeast uh, to Florida, and I'm very blessed to be here. Been here for many, many years, most of my life. Uh, but I remember going to my first Christmas party uh, at someone's house. And they had a beautiful fireplace, wonderful roaring fire, and the air conditioner was cranked, you know? And kind of the reality, it's Christmas time, let's have a fire, forget the fact that it was, by the way, do you see, I took a picture yesterday on my, on my car, it said 90. And I sent it to my family, says, this is hard to be in the Christmas spirit when it's 90! But last week, wasn't it great? Like, there's one day. I mean, one day, it was really cool. It was a beautiful night, clear night. Uh, we ran out to the fire pit, gathered around. And I don't know if you were out last week, but did you see the moon? I mean, it was, it was breathtaking. It really was. I mean, again, it's, it's in those clear, crisp nights and a little bit away from downtown where uh, the stars are just amazing putting on the show. But I, I couldn't take my eyes off the moon. And again, as beautiful my own family is and as inter- interesting as they are, eventually you see the Jake's clan like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You know, the amazing thing about the moon and it shining so brightly, it says it's nothing in and of itself that makes it shine. There's nothing, no, no substance of the moon. There's nothing about the moon that really makes it shine in and of itself. I mean, scientists say and for those of you who don't believe it, we actually have been there, all right? They say it's actually dust. That was kind of a joke, you know? I tried to joke and it went over like conspiracy theory. Do we really go to the moon? Here's the point. The moon has no source of light in and of itself. The only source it gets is from the sun. You know, so if you marvel at the moonlight, you really are marveling at the sunlight. And for us to really understand the moon, you have to understand the source. And then it gets really pretty cool. Then you realize the only way for the sun, the moon to be that beautiful is in the right alignment with the sun. And Jesus came and he says, as he is the light of the world, he is the light of the world. And the only way, listen, in and apart from him, we're darkness. And the only way, the only way for us, according to God's word to have life 
And the only way for us to ever have light is to make our lives in right alignment with the sun, the S-O-N. And as our light, if our lives are in the right alignment with the sun and the light of the world can shine, oh, how beautiful that can be. Scripture says that apart from the sun, there's darkness. It's true, right? And apart from the sun, the moon is just dark. And apart from Christ, our lives are just dark. But Jesus, the light and life of men, and now we can have life if we align our lives with him. Now we can have light if we are in a proper relationship and alignment with him. That's the Christmas story. The Christmas story is just that in a nutshell. The God who is the light of the world has come for you to have life. He's come for you to have light. And no matter what darkness you still sit in, and no matter where you're still struggling with life, that light still shines today. Let's look at the Gospel of John. Uh, this Christmas Eve, we're going to look to John's Gospel, John 1, 1 uh, through 5, 9 through 14, and to hear what God says about the light of the world that has come to shine. And may God, through the reading and preaching of his word, cause each and every one of us to align with the sign. Hear God's word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 9. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own. His own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And this Jesus and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Let us pray. Father, we ask that your son would again come full of grace and truth full of light to shine so that we can sing your praises and so that our lives can be aligned with the sun. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amazing passage to start John. It says that Jesus actually didn't begin in Bethlehem. In the beginning, he was there. It says actually about this Jesus that, that he is the creator, the sustainer of all things. And yes, he put on flesh in Bethlehem, and he came and dwelt with us, and he came to dwell with us so that we could dwell with him. He came to be with us so that we could forever be a part of his family. What an amazing story. But John says this about this Jesus. It says that he is the life, and he is the light of men and women. That life and light are not found apart from him. 
Picture this. I mean, Jesus comes as the light of the world. It's kind of comes into a dark world as a spotlight. As he comes in as, as a bright light of God, he shines his light on who God really is. You see, in the darkness, we can't figure out who God is. We long for him. We really want to know him. But only through Jesus is God revealed. As a matter of fact, in John 1.18, it says this. It says, no one has seen God except those whom Jesus is going to reveal. So he comes as the light of God to reveal who God is. And then we find out it's him. He's God in the flesh, Emmanuel. Only through Jesus can we know who God really is. But he came to do more. He came to shine light on us and who we are apart from him. And although we're made in his image, and although we're made to know and love him, apart from him, scripture tells us something pretty scary about ourselves. By nature, we're children of darkness. And his light shines in us, and we realize that there's something empty inside of us. and There's something dark that only he can fill. He came to shine on our lives to realize without him, we're empty. Without him, we're dark. Without him, we're lifeless. But he did more. He came to shine. He came to shine into our darkness to, to realize that if we do embrace him as Lord and Savior, that Jesus is the light of the world. Now he tells us, his people, his children, he says, now we are the light of the world. Now his light shines in and through us for the world to see. Jesus is the light of the world came, not just to reveal the Father, not just to reveal who he is as God, not just to reveal our emptiness without him, not just to have a shine uh, for him as the light of the world, he came to reveal who we're going to become. The scripture says he's coming back. And the great news is this, is when he comes back, we're going to be like him. We're going to be like God's son. We're going to be completely sinless and free and alive. Jesus came to shine the light uh, on who he, God is and who we are in him. And as Jesus comes and sheds his light on us, here's some great news. Not only does he give us light, he gives us life. He's come to give us life and life abundantly. It says, Jesus is the life of men. Life is only found in him. And in Jesus says, in me, you're going to find life that's abundant. In me, you're going to find life that's eternal. In me, you're going to find life that's relevant. And apart from me, life will be dark. Life will be dim. Jesus basically says this, I've come for you. I've come for you in a way that I became like you. And I became like you to fulfill the law for you. And I became like you and fulfill the law for you so I could die in your place. And I could be resurrected and live. And now the life that reigns in Christ, that's the gift he gives to us. A life that really is abundant. A life that's free from the power and the penalty of sin. A life that no matter what darkness rolls into our lives, the darkness never wins. Jesus came to give us his life and life. Here's the reality for each one of us in this room tonight. You're going to be one of two people. You will either spend your entire life pursuing and longing for what Jesus offers, or you will spend your life embracing and believing what Jesus offers. Which one is it for you? You see, God has created you to long for life. God has created you to long for light. God has created you to long for meaning. God has created you to long for joy and all the things you run after. Only in Jesus can we find what we're longing for. Jesus offers us a life that matters. 
He's offering us a light that will shine into all of our darkness. How is it for you? You know that what you really long for, I mean, really, really still long for, it's not going to be in your stocking tomorrow. I hope it has a great stocking. And what you really, really long for, it's not going to be under your tree tomorrow. And I hope you have some great stuff under your tree. But whatever it is, Jesus made you for more. And what he made you for is for himself. What you and I long for is his image, is for him. And all that we hope for is found in Jesus. Jesus, the light of the world, has come. Are you in a right alignment with the Son? The Son of God. Is the light of the world shining on you? And if so, is your life shining for him? Again, through Jesus' life and death, we're free. It's unbelievable. We're forgiven. We're loved. Through Jesus' resurrection, we're alive. Because he lives, we do too. We don't have to fear death. And be through Jesus, the light that has come, we can be fruitful. We can live lives that really have meaning and purpose. What a gift. The question each one of us should ask on a night like tonight, how do I get that life? How do I get that light? John tells us, John 1, 12. It's amazing. Listen to these words. But to all who did receive him, Jesus says, for everyone who receives me as Messiah, as Lord, as King, everyone who believes I am who I claim to be, to all who just received him, who believed in his name, amazingly, just placing your faith and trust, your belief in the name of Jesus, which means Emmanuel, Savior, God with us, who will save us from our sins. To believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Did you hear that? What a gift. God says, I'm going to give you light and I'm going to give you life. I'm going to give it to you through the person of my son, Jesus. And here's your deal. Open the gift. Believe. Trust. Receive. And that we can be made alive. Are you in a right alignment with the Son? Does your life reflect His beauty? In just a moment, we're going to be lighting from the Christ candle. This Advent wreath here, each week we lit one candle. Tonight we get to the Christ candle who truly is the light of the world. And it's going to be an awesome picture. Because tonight we're going to see what we're supposed to be, what we really are in Christ Jesus, the light of the world. And that the only light we have comes to us from Christ. Tonight, that beautiful picture you're about to see is the reality of the beautiful picture of salvation in Christ Jesus. He truly is our life and our light. And may we shine for him. Let us pray. Jesus, thank you for not only coming into our darkness, but thank you for coming as the light of the world. And I thank you that the darkness didn't defeat you, didn't overcome you, didn't understand you. But even through your death, the light still shines. Father, what an amazing gift you have for each one of us. The greatest gift that could ever be given. A relationship with you, life and light found in your son, Jesus Father, I pray that there's anyone here tonight who doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, that tonight would be the night that they would, as Scripture says, receive you, to believe who you are, to confess their sins, and to say there's nothing but darkness in me. But Jesus, come, come and shine. God, I pray, please, for your glory. 
that you would align each one of us with your son. Align us. We'll be so much more beautiful in that moonlight. Align us with your son so that we can have light and life. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.